good morning. It is November, Tuesday, November 29th, and uh, I am whispering. It's, it's a little early. It's 8.18. I've been doing some scans and helping some folks with TrendSpider. Uh, if you haven't been set up with the TrendSpider algorithm, let me know. I just posted in the private Facebook group a scanner for you to use. Um, I will be working on more uh, watch lists, uh, things of that sort over the next couple of weeks so that preparing you guys who bought TrendSpider so that you don't have to wait for my podcast. You can develop your own system. You can develop your own morning routine with TrendSpider. Automate kind of that process for you um, so that you can look at things kind of the way that I do. Uh, what I wanted to start out today with is SPY because where's the market going? That's kind of, you know, hey, uh, we, we have some upward trajectory, but we've got a little button hook. Are we going down? I don't have a ton of confidence that we're actually continuing up. Uh, when I look at SPY, I can see on a four-hour chart, there's this little button hook. You're still in. Uh, the buy was at 390.61, but you do have this gap between 377 and 386, and it's well below. So you're above the 200-day right now. So uh, it would have to kind of come down to that area. Uh, I think you're going to test the lows that we saw in October, which is 358. Again, this is SPY, so add, um, you know, times it by 10, add a zero at the end, and that's where the S&P is. So you do have some some volume shelves here. Um, let me pull this back just so I can get the, the appropriate volume shelves. Um, and I'm going to put that over to about August 16th on the algorithm if you're looking at it. Um, the volume shelves that I see, they're right around those gaps. Um, there's a volume shelf up here between 390, 393 and 398. Uh, you're at 395 right now, so you're right in the middle of that volume shelf. You don't have too far down to go to the 200-day, which is around 387. So you've got some pretty good support levels here. Uh, the RSI is trending downward. It's at 53. The MACD is crossing down. Uh, I would expect, you know, again, you're in kind of no man's land. So where's the market going? Eh, you got to be patient. You got to wait until you have a signal. Uh, my guess is that these Bollinger Bands are sinking up. Um, they're they're going to make a move. Most likely that move is down um, just because that's been the direction of the market. Your 200 days still in a downward trajectory. So if I had to put money on it, that's where I would go probably down. Uh, oil went crazy yesterday. Oil went nuts. I think it got down to about $72 a barrel. And then what happened was uh, it just exploded up. Reason was that OPEC saw the price going down, made an announcement in the, uh, the, the afternoon that, hey, um, we're going to cut uh, production uh, on Sunday. And they kind of leaked it out. They haven't confirmed it, but they said on Sunday we could uh, reduce that. Now, uh, remember, Monday is the uh, the European sanctions against oil. Nobody's agreed on a price. We don't know what's going to happen. So nobody exactly knows what happened. So Sunday's uh, OPEC meeting might just be eh, nothing. Uh, it very well could just be, hey, let's wait till, till Monday to see what happens. Uh, Halima Croft was on CNBC this morning talking about it. But she's brilliant. 
um, and she didn't have a great direction on it. But make no mistake, OPEC and the other oil producers around the world want that price significantly higher than it is right now. They want it somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 to $90. Um, it is $80 right now. I think it was $70 in pre-market. But that would, you know, get your list of, of, of stocks that you want to buy in energy. PXD, uh, Pioneer Natural Resources. We had a cross-up yesterday on this one. Um, cross-up yesterday was at 248. It's trading at 245. Um, I said, hey, there's a gap down below here between 218 and 227. That may be where we go. Very well could be. Uh, it looks like actually the algorithm got you out in the afternoon candle. So it got you in and out. The dividend uh, X date was yesterday. So uh, it just fluctuated around. Again, the, the algorithm isn't perfect. Gets you in, gets you out. But it's a pretty good indication as to uh, where, which direction this one's going. My guess is that you're going to go down on this one. Probably, I think I said yesterday, to the 200 day, which is 239. If you break that 200 day and you you close below 239, then you're looking at this gap between 219 and 225. Um, that would be my guess on this one. But get your oil stocks ready. Uh, XOM. Let's take a look at that chart. This is one that I own. Uh, it's still got a ascending triangle. Um, it got you out yesterday with a 23% gain. So the buy was in September 29th. Got you out with a 23% gain. You could have sold it before that button hook, but you're still in an ascending triangle. You're nowhere close to the 200-day. This is this is all-time highs right here. I think definitely 52-week highs. CVX, which is Chevron, I said um, 160 is still the uh, the pivot point on this. Ascending triangle. Um, got you out a couple days ago with a, let me just look, 23% gain on that one. So you, you, you've got some, some pretty big moves here. Uh, DVN, Devon, largest uh, fortune, or I'm sorry, S&P 500 dividend. Um, this one got you out a while ago. It's got weakness. It's kind of butting right up against that 200-day. If it closes below that 200-day today, you can expect the gap that is here between 61 and 63 to actually be hit. Uh, the good news is if you actually hit that gap, then you're going down um, and you might have a MACD cross up <clears throat> here. December 9th is the uh, the ex-dividend date. So you do have a catalyst there. Um, so have your energy plays in, in focus. Viper Energy was one we had a, a cross up yesterday. Let me look at that one. V-N-O-M, I call it, always call it Venom for just because of the symbol. Uh, you had a cross up here at $32. You're trading at $32.26. So, you do have a gap down below, but you're, that that is below the 200-day. So I think the 200-day will provide you support at 30. Um, but again, oil, all these energies are kind of in a downward trajectory. So uh, Cyber Monday. Anybody buy anything at Cyber Monday? Um, Cyber Monday was the biggest ever. $11.8 is the early estimate. Um, that would tell me that... I mean, the, I almost bought an Xbox, the S series. Um, it's the digital version. Uh, you can't find yet. Last year, you couldn't find Xboxes. Well, this one now, uh, I think it regularly sells for two ninety nine. They had it for two fifty, and at Target, it was a fifty dollar uh, gift card on top of that. Um, t- 
Target had a MACD cross up at 165 yesterday, 165.44. I think it's moving to cover that gap. Again, that gap goes up to 176. If you want to go back to the further gap, that's at 212. Target is is probably a good buy. I would say the 160 is kind of your pivot point on that one. But hey, largest uh, Cyber Monday stores were packed. I think that's a, a good indication. Uh, Costco has some great deals. Uh, Costco has been a killer. Uh, we didn't get below 500. Um, so you could have gotten it around November for below 500. I always say, hey, below 500, buy this one. Well, 505 was the uh, the cross up here. Um, 505.24 on November 10th. You're at 530. It's almost a 10% move in a stock that you don't mind holding. It's going to cover this gap, probably hit 537 before it's done moving up. Um, their earnings are coming out December 8th. I, again, I think they, in my mind, that's a world-class retailer. Uh, I think they do things right. I think that's, uh, that's a good one. Uh, my parents were shopping at Macy's yesterday. Uh, had some trouble with the website, but which boomer doesn't? Uh, Macy's has been a killer. 2127 was the cross up that we talked about on November 11th. They had their earnings. They still have confirmation. You're seeing a bit of a button hook up here, but that's a 10% move. Um, their ex-dividend date is on December 14th. So you've got that one in play too. Um, Walmart has just been a crazy stock. Um, when you look at it this year, it's actually beating the S&P. Um, it's still got confirmation. 133 was the buy-in on October 12th. You're at 153 on Walmart. This makes no sense whatsoever, but Walmart's a well-run company. Um, they got the consumer coming in for uh, reduced, for very low-cost groceries. Uh, December 8th is the, the uh, ex-dividend date. So it doesn't, it doesn't have a ton of dividend. Let me see. What's their dividend? Let's go over to Finviz and we can look at Walmart. Walmart's dividend is 1.46. I hold this one. I hold Target. I don't hold Costco. I should hold Costco, uh, but I don't. I've gotten, my bet was targeted on uh, Target. And I think my average purchase price is 111 on Target. So I've done well with Target. Um, but Cyber Monday, I would tell you a guidance for which stock you want to uh, invest in, whether it be, you know, you could even t type in, um, what's the retail symbol? Let me see. Is it, uh, XLR? Let me see. Uh, yeah, no, XLT. Let me see. Um, I'm going to go to my spider sectors and I think, is it XLRE? Um, no, that's real estate. Let's see. XLC, consumer discretionary, you can always do communication services. Communi consumer discretionary is XLY. Um, you can always buy that one. I don't know what retail is. Uh, I don't know if they have a retail one, but uh, XLY is, is one that I personally hold. It's a great, great one. It has all of those retailers that you want in it. Um, I think the, the biggest uh, XLY is uh, Amazon. So you can buy that one, but I'd, I'd point you in the direction of where'd you shop. You, you, you put your money where you're shopping because the reality of the situation is if you're shopping at that location, other people are too. 
Um, I got a question yesterday. Why am I bullish on Roblox? Uh, I've brought up Roblox ever since they had that MACD cross up. Uh, at 3150, you're down at 3088. It hasn't really moved. It's kind of been capitulating in this little spot. Um, I, I think 30 is your pivot point. I would put a pretty tight stop on this one because it is below the nine day. Uh, I would probably put like a 5% stop loss on this one. Get out if it goes down 5% and get back in. But why am I big on Roblox? Um, well, Last year, if you read about Roblox earnings, gift cards were huge for them. Um, they got a huge influx of Roblox gift cards. My assumption is that will be the same this year. Uh, I'm just assuming nobody said anything. Uh, again, uh, you know, I always say everything's priced into the market. If your grandmother's making meatloaf on Christmas, that's already priced into the market. Um, so you, you really don't have the ability to look at these things. There are so many smart people, so many quants out there, um, and so many hedge funds that have already thought about this, but I think gift cards are going to be up huge. I think there'll be, uh, there'll be use will be up. Um, the reality of the situation is meta has scaled back some of their spending in the metaverse. Roblox has all of the creators in the metaverse. Anybody who's making money in the metaverse, they're on Roblox. So I, I do think that they're leading. It is a gamble. I will tell you, it is. this is not something that, hey, I'm looking at this one as a long-term investment. I'm looking at this one from going 31 up to 35. I'm not looking at an $80 stock. I don't think it's a short squeeze. I don't think there's anything else. Um, but uh, I did get the message from, I, I think it was somebody, maybe it may have been Corey, but StockTwits um, said insiders are dumping. So what I'll do, go into, fin, uh, into um, I'm sorry, you can go into FidViz and look at the, the, uh, the insider sales. And yeah, they're selling. But it's, you know, that one guy sold David Basil. Um, he's a director. He sold $20 million. I mean, these guys, you know, the rest of it, the rest of it's super small. Let's go into FinViz. We'll go into FizzViz so you guys can tag along, even if you don't have a trend spider. But you scroll down to the bottom, and you can see David Bazuki, president and CEO, options exercise, um, sold 550. Uh, chief business officer, Donato Craig, sold $1.1 million, million shares. Um, the value, I mean, the value is, is, is minor. David Bazookis has sold about $20 million worth. It's probably not a huge amount. Um, he sold this one, uh, that's worth actually $17 million. One share worth $17 million. He's just taking some money out. I mean, I, you know, you, you look at where, what he sold in the past. He sold a bunch in the past. I, you know, there's no buying from the inside. These guys don't buy. They have so much money. They just don't buy. So I, I'm not necessarily worried about it. It's something to keep an eye on uh, because insider sales does seem to push, you know, they have all this, all the, they have the large amount of uh, stock holdings. So uh, Justin got on late yesterday on YouTube live and was asking me about pine P I N E. Um, this is Alpine Income Property Trust. 
It's a REIT. Um, oh, God. And if you're in this one, kudos to you. But there was a buy here at 1591 on October 10th uh, after a long slide. And you just, around earnings, got all of the confirmation. My guess is that this is probably ski stuff. So you do have a, um, a dividend uh, X date on December 9th. You're above the, the nine day. Um, that MACD is crossing up again, but your RSI is at 59. I probably think that this is um, hit a peak here. And let's see what the dividend is because REITs usually have a pretty good dividend. Yeah, your dividend's 5.77%. So my guess is that once you hit that dividend, it, it kind of does it each time. It just drags. After the dividend's paid, people get out of it. So I, I, my, my suggestion would be before it gets to that dividend, again, 5% divided by, um, you're going to get a 1% dividend, but it's going to be taken out of there. And most likely looking at the previous dividend payments, it hasn't risen right afterwards. If there's a long-term investment, hold on to it. But if it's short-term, I'd probably get out. Uh, SRC is one that he wanted me to look at as well. Spirit Realty Capital. Um, this is one, if I look at, it had a buy-in here at 35.68 on October 12th, kind of the same date. Um, maybe these REITs are kind of going seasonal, but it, it's, it's kind of lost. It's got its button hook. Uh, the MACD is probably going to cross down here. Um, if you're in this one, I'd probably get out of it. I wouldn't hold on until that, uh, that uh, ex-dividend date on December 28th. And the reason I say that is because it's probably piercing the 200-day. And when it pierces that 200-day, it doesn't seem to stay around that to that for very long. It seems to continue to go down. So I, I think you're getting this button hook. I think you can probably get out of this one. Let's see what the uh, SRC, their dividend yield date is 6.62%. They got a PE of 21, so it's, it's fairly expensive. But both of those are great. I mean, again, you know, I, I like both of them. Uh, let's look for Corey. DHI. Let's see what DHI is. Oh, it's DR Horton. I think Corey loves these uh, home builders. Um, he mentioned, and I love this analysis, had the uh, 50 EMA cross over the 200-day on the daily chart, Went to look at the bigger picture and found that they allowed it to break through its largest volume shelf on the weekly. Let's take a look at the algorithm on this one. The algorithm has you uh, in at 83.61. You're at 83.32. Ever since the algorithm, the algorithm is funny because it got you out. Then it gapped up. It got you out with a 3% gain, but it literally in the next candle, it got you it back in because it just gapped up on earnings. Um, I probably wouldn't have gotten out on earnings, probably would have held, but you do have this gap here between 79 and 76. Um, home builders are one that, you know, you look at DRV, we've played traded DRV before. Um, DRV ha is in a downward spiral. Um, it has not done very well. Uh, it's got a buy-in here at 5376. Um, that was November 17th. And you've just capitulated around that 200 day. Um, that 200, you've got a gap up here. But DHI is an interesting one because I think you're right. Um, it could pose an opportunity. 
I think if you're looking longer term, um, and I think the bottom, that $70 range is probably your bottom. Uh, let's look at the daily. Yeah, your 200-day looks to be actually straightening out. And you're right. There's a golden cross right there. Uh, and those are super, super bullish. The last time, though, take a look at the last time it had a golden cross on December 10th. It, it went up, but then it just it lost it. It just lost it. And let's see some of the other golden crosses on the daily. Uh, I'm going to pull this back a little bit. We have significant gaps below, um, way back from like, you know, 2020 and so. But yeah, this one, it, it's funny because the, 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 what I see, there's only one, one real golden cross and it, it dipped down there. But this one looks like traditionally all the way back to 2020. Trade it above the 200-day. Let's look at the weekly chart. We can get back there. Um, yeah, it's using that 200-day on the weekly, which is 69, um, which it, it clearly used that as support level. Clearly used it as support level. Now, the last time it used it as support level was 2018, and you went from trading 36, continued on to 60. So you doubled within a year. Uh, so DHI, I think you're good on that one. I, I actually like it from an algorithm standpoint. Um, the, the one thing you're going to have to worry about is if we go into a recession and interest rates continue at 7%, um, their PE is 5. I don't know what they do against others. Um, October 20, 21st, Raymond James downgraded them with a price target of 77 they moved it from 103 to 77. In September, KeyBank Capital Partners uh, moved it to overweight with a price target of 84. So you may be pushing up against um, the high. And, 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 you know, again, you look at that July move um, in the four-hour chart. It moved up um, just over the 200-day, and then it just lost it. So I think that's where you're, where you're seeing right now. The gap between 76 and 79, I think that gets filled at some point in time. But you do have an ex-dividend date coming up. I think it's a great one. Uh, Nick from Instagram wanted me to look at MICO. I don't even see MICO. Um, hold on. Let me look up uh, Instagram. I'm going to go to my Instagram account so I can look at this one. Um, where is Nick? Uh, do, 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 Nick C. Um, do, do, Melco Resorts and Entertainment. Let's see. Uh, let me type in Melco. Melco. I don't even see Melco Resorts and Entertainment. There it is. I see Melco International, MLCO. There we go. I think it's MLCO. Uh, MLCO. Let's look at this one. Just got you out. Ironically, the algorithm just got you out. Got you in at 557. Um, let's look at MLCO on FinViz so I can familiarize myself. It's a consumer... It's a, it's a resort uh, casino. Uh, November 28th, uh, JP Morgan upgraded them from $7 to $10. Um, 
Yeah, sorry about the the uh, lawn service in the back. But yeah, if if I mean, you know, it got you out. This is filled with gaps. I'd rather see you in a more established casino. I, I think, and again, it's probably just my ignorance on casinos. I don't, you know, invest in a lot of casinos. I do trade them. Um, but Win is one that I trade, and I think with China opening up, you're seeing that one just fly. Um, that one has a buy-in at 57 on October 21st. You're at 78. Um, I, I don't know if Melco has exposure to, um, to uh, let me see. It doesn't tell me. Let's see. Um, develops, owns, and operates casinos in Asia and Europe. So they do have exposure to uh, Macau in China. Um, so it's it, it's an interesting one. I don't I don't know enough about it, but from a chart perspective, you'd be out. Um, the algorithm loses you seventy five percent on this. Um, buying and holding loses you sixty percent. Your average win is twelve percent. My guess is probably a retail favorite. Probably people who want to gamble in this one. They're not making money. So I don't know that I necessarily would put money into this one. I, I think you're better off with Win, Sands, those uh, casinos that are actually making money. Uh, so Nick, I, that's where I would probably steer you towards. And maybe it's the boomer in me wanting to be safe. Uh, and Melco is going to be like a, a $400, um, you know, uh, kind of, you know, stock. But I, I just, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, I wanted to take a look at some uh, that I've looked at for a while. It's Netflix is one. And sorry about the, all of that noise in the background. They're literally cutting the lawn. Let me see if he's going to be gone soon. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm going to have to put up with the, the blowers. They're blowing leaves. Uh, parents are in a 55 and older community. So all of their lawn work is done uh, automatically by a company. So uh, Netflix. I wanted to look at Netflix. And the reason I wanted to look at Netflix is we had a sell. Um, we had that buy-in at 287 on November 14th. Uh, you got out with a 2% loss. It just kind of, it lost its momentum. Uh, it's under the, the um, nine day. It's under the 21 day. It's kind of right at the 50 day, still above the 200 day. You have a gap here between 244 and 251. Probably goes, it hasn't been filled because on the way down, it just didn't fill it. The gap was actually from 262 all the way down to 241, uh, 242, somewhere in that neighborhood. But it only filled up to 252. So my guess is because that's a, above the 200-day, you're probably going to get pulled down to the 200-day, which is 243. It's an opportunity. I, I, I think Netflix is an, is an opportunity there. Uh, SOXL versus XOSS. Um, we look at SOXL. And SOXL has kind of lost its momentum. And like I said, I think SOSX, SOXS is the play, uh, the short. And we, we're not out of SOXL if you're in that one, according to the algorithm. But you're in SOXS at 35. And it's trading at 36.28. And it has confirmation. So I would look at SOXS as a swing trade. Again, it's more than one day. Uh, but I would look at that one as a swing trade. Uh, and that's why I say I'm just not sure where SPY is going 
because it doesn't have support and some of these shorts specifically in the semiconductor one they have confirmation and they should be moving up that way uh let's take a look at tesla because we did have a buy yesterday um it had i mean just great news with elon uh elon though is taking on apple with twitter how does that affect tesla again his focus on tesla is just not there so the the buy at 185 you're trading at 182 you know you could probably buy in here uh the gaps up need to be filled but there's a gap remember at about 143 you do have confirmation above that nine day right now so my guess is that you probably could get in this one it just it's wacky because Elon just will pick a fight with anybody. Uh, Apple is one that uh, I talked about. It was down big yesterday, and it's because of the China situation. You've lost all support. It ha The algorithm has you out with a loss of 1%. Um, it got you in at 145.82, gets you out at 144. It's about a 1% loss. Uh, I don't sell Apple on these, but you do have this gap here between 136 and 140 and in my mind that's where we're going so I, I, apple is expensive enough that the, I, I think that's where we're going google on the other hand um g-o-o-g -O because we don't trade g-o-o-g-l because g-o-o-g is what they actually buy back has put in some pretty good capitulation here at about 96 uh you do have a gap between 89 and 91 um, you don't have confirmation on this one. You've kind of lost it in the last day or so. I don't know that we're button hooking this one, but if you got in an 88 and you wanted to trade it, I might look at, you know, actually getting out here at about $97, $98. Um, that would be my guess if you wanted to get out. But I do think that we're going to probably head back towards that 200 day, which is 105. I think that's an easy, easy one. There, there is a gap here that goes up to 103. I think you touch that at some point in time in this current run. Zim, after their dividend, let's look at this one. Z-I-M, this is Shipper. <clears throat> if you're on my uh, Instagram, you saw the price of, uh, the price of a shipping container. Uh, it just looks like a ski slope. Uh, they're losing money. They have an ascending triangle here. I've kind of said, hey, I just don't believe it. They lost. They lost all confirmation after the dividend. They're trading now at around 21. Um, I don't know that there's enough support level to bring that back up, but there are SIs at 31. So it could be an opportunity. I just don't know. Uh, again, wait for the market to tell you. China stocks are up. And one, we're going to kind of go over scans right now. PDD, Pinduoduo. Duo. It's a secondary cross up right after their earnings. They had earnings yesterday um 25th sorry last week um you had to cross up here the buy in the algorithm is at 54 54 it's now trading at 74 uh you've crossed the 200 day the 200 day is trading right around 58 you've got some volume shelf here at around 67 that has some pretty good support um let me just move this volume shelf here uh you've got some pretty good support right there where it's putting up right here at 66. If you lose that, you're going back to the 200 day, which is 58. And there's some pretty good volume down there as well. Uh, I probably would look to get into this one. 
Um, if you wanted to get some access to China stocks, Pinduoduo has been a super volatile stock. Uh, it's used that 200 day as kind of its hugging point um, in the recent kind of look at, at the charts. But do your research. It just crossed up. It's a secondary cross up. I'm not super bullish on secondary cross ups, but I figured I'd bring it up. One that came up on uh, the ARC scan is BFLY. Uh, this is a network uh, company. Um, let me see, wait. Is it BFLY? Um, let me see. Butterfly Networks. BFLY. Oh, I typed in BL. BFLY. I got dyslexia. Ugh. Um, this is one I want you to do your research on. And the reason I brought it up is because it is super volatile. The algorithm loses you 60%. Buying and holding loses you 80%. Your average win on this is 18%. It just crossed under the 200 day. And when I've seen this one cross under the 200 day, it does seem to eh, lose its way for a while. Um, but with this cross up, it could be looking like we saw in May. And I'll show this chart on YouTube. Um, towards the end, I'll show it. But you can see there's three buys here. They're all for losses. But then you start getting into these wins. And so you've got three buys here. Uh, all are losses. Well, the current one is not a loss. But I, I want you to do your research because I do think that it's going to come back to the 200-day. And you're trading at 298 right now. The 200-day is at four. So that's quite a big move that could happen. Um, BFLY is the symbol. I found it uh, on TrendSpider with the, um, the, uh, the scan that I just shared in the private Facebook group. If you want the scan and you're not in the private Facebook group, just hit me up. I'll send you the link. Um, but hit me in the socials. If I haven't set up your TrendSpider for you, um, hit me up in the socials and I'll help you set that one up with the algorithm, with some of the scanning stuff, um, and with some of our watch lists. So if you have any questions, hit me up in the socials. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Oh, by the way, uh, my experience with the Moderna uh, booster, same as in the past, got exhausted. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got a fever right now. <laughs> um, I've been sweating. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not fun, but it's not the end of the world. I'd rather have this than, than actual COVID, but uh, I have been one of the few that has uh, avoided COVID, uh, still COVID free, the only one in my family. So also the only one that got Moderna, everybody else got Pfizer. So uh, have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. Take care. I'll see you on YouTube.